Don't accidentally do things you'll later regret. Oh no, you did. Hello, and welcome to Let's Place. This is the podcast where we objectively rank every video game ever made according to quality. I am your host, Luke. I'm not dead. This show isn't dead. <laughs> you know who else isn't dead? Chelsea. She's here. I'm not dead. I'm actually not sure. I, I don't think Crystal's dead, but given her audio quality, she might be a ghost. So I don't uh, know for sure. Hello, oh, it's me from Beetlejuice World. <laughs> How's Beetlejuice World treating you? You know, the the worms? Yeah. They're delicious. Oh, okay. That was, that was a turn. I hunted and killed a worm from Beetlejuice. Shit. All right. Well, <laughs> you're going to be taking over that realm. Uh, I think that's on Saturn. Isn't that right? I don't remember. I don't remember the Beetlejuice lore. Yeah. I, if I remember right, when they walk out into the sandworm world, that's on Saturn for some reason. Doesn't Saturn matter. Doesn't have any sand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or just it's just the three of us this time. We've we've taken a little bit of break from putting out episodes. Just wanna just wanna ease back into it with just a nice intimate one. Just the three of us. <laughs> just a nice candlelit let's play. <laughs> uh, so to that end, we are placing five more games. Uh, we're placing the Munchables, Baby Universe. Vacation Adventures, Cruise Director 2, Nino Kuni 2, Revenant Kingdom, and Yakuza 0, which is our listener suggestion game this time. But we're starting with The Munchables. This is a Wii game. Uh, let's see what Moby Games has to say about it. From the name, it sounds like a Lunchables tie-in game. Yeah, I can see that. that. I don't think it's, it is. Starving is a fabulous world composed of many islands, all connected by sparkling oh rainbows. God. House to the munchables, the quenchless creatures that love eating more than anything in the world. Their most highly Relatable. treasured possessions are the legendary orbs, keeping their lands thrifty and rich of foods. The great elder governs over his happy people, wielding his space, wielding his wisdom. <laughs> Repose reigns. One day, their gleeful lives change all of a sudden. A mysterious fleet of extraterrestrial spaceships surrounds the island, taking over the legendary orbs. The aliens and the UFOs are able to avail themselves of the awesome energy of the orbs, acquiring unbelievable power and beginning their descent on Starving. In a dreadful army, treacherous-looking, fear-inspiring, alive strawberries, peaches, eggplants, watermelons, apples, rice balls, magic mushrooms, and many more oh. other ones that it could be believed. All captained by Don Onion, known in the whole universe for the utmost mercilessness of his... What will we do, wonders the Elder in dismay, when, unexpectedly, he is told that the invaders are tasty, and a flash of genius makes dismay hope. If enemies are tasty, they should be eatable. Now the Munchables know what to do. That was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of lore. Yeah. Wait, okay. Yeah, if what's up? the enemies are tasty, yeah, they should be eatable. That's correct. Okay. <laughs> In the Munchables, the player is given control over one of the two Munchables summoned by the Great Elder. The belligerent Chomper, a male one, and the pinkish Munchie, a female. 
and has to go around and through levels devouring the hostile legions of fruits and vegetables. The playing character in the game has a level. Trying to swallow enemies of a level higher than chompers or munchies will end them with being will end with them being repelled and stroke. <laughs> Yet it is possible to perform a dash attack that will split them into creatures of a lower level, therefore edible. Getting the sense this is published by Namco Bandai, maybe this didn't come out in America. <laughs> As they eat, Munchables obviously grow and level up, getting able to gorge bigger enemies. On the completion of a level, the player's performance will be subjected to evaluation. A bonus item is the reward for high enough grades, most of the times consisting in an accessory to embellish Chopper or Munchie. Controls depend upon the remote and the nunchuck. The player uses the analog stick to move the character, moves the remote upwards to swing, tilting the stick to make the jump a forward or an on-the-side one. <laughs> to eat a space invader moves in the direction of it and presses the A button when in the vicinity of it holds Z on the nunchuck to lock on an enemy as their target holds down A and when having charged it enough unleashes the turbo eat power to gormandize all the unlucky enemies in a row realizing a combo wait I remember this episode of Powerpuff Girls I love to realize a combo Presses B to strike it by the dash attack, parting it, when coming into an enemy of a level superior than theirs. It is possible for two players to join forces in a cooperative mode, as well as to play mirror mode, in which stages are changed in the manner of an image reflected by a mirror, and a stringent time limit compels the player to haste. This is delightful. <laughs> yeah, it looks cute. I like the art style. Do you remember that episode of Powerpuff Girls? Broccoli uh... Aliens? Oh, yeah, there was a veggie alien thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it knocked out all the parents, and then the kids had to eat their broccoli to save the day. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a any percent speedrun of this game. It takes an hour and 22 minutes. <laughs> this game looks cute. Yeah, I'm it trying to find, cute. like, actual gameplay rather than just the opening cutscene. Uh, there, it looks like the game Grumps did a Let's Play of it. That's the video I'm watching. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. <laughs> it's taking a long time to get the nunchuck connected. Great. Good job, guys. <laughs> How unprofessional. <laughs> well, well, while you try to figure out what this game actually looks like in action, I'm just going to start placing it. We have 595 games currently placed, which means we're starting at number 297. Crystal, I haven't heard much of your thoughts on the Munchables yet. What do you think? I am nostalgic for both the Wii and Nunchuck era of control schemes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, in my opinion, the best one there's ever been. I'm also it, yeah. nostalgic for the 10 years ago that this game came out, where you uh -huh. could sell this as a retail price. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> it seems like a really cute, like, $15 Steam game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how do you think it compares to game number 297, Arabian Magic, the arcade brawler based on Arabian Nights? It's going to be the Munchables. All right. Chelsea. How many times can I get away with voting for this game by saying, I want a munch? I think you just used your one. All right. <laughs> can I do it one more time with some feeling? I'll allow it, but watch yourself. Okay. <laughs> Uh, that moves it up to number 148. Uh, Chelsea, how does it compare to Solar Flux, 
the uh, arcadey space shooter that's all about manipulating gravity and staying in the shade of meteorites to keep from being cooked by the sun. Give it to Solar Flux. All right, all right. Crystal. I'm going to give it to those yummy Munchables. Yeah, I like Solar Flux a lot. I'm going to give it for that one, which moves Munchables down to number 222. Crystal, how does it fare against Halo 4, the fourth Halo? I recently replayed the Master Chief saga. Halo 4 actually was better than I remembered. Yeah? I don't, you know, the story in that game, not great, but actually I right. had a pretty good time shooting the, shooting the alien men. Okay, okay. As good shooting the alien men juice. So I'm going to go for Halo. All right. Do you think Halo 4 should be above Halo 5? Hmm. You know, that depends on what day you ask me. I think adjacent to each other is good enough. All right. All right. All right. So let's one over for Halo. Uh, Chelsea, how about you? Halo. All right. Halo takes it and Munchables moves down to number 259. Chelsea, how does it do against Plague Inc. Evolved? Uh, this is a like strategy game about managing a worldwide pandemic. Uh. Give me for a minute. All right. Crystal. Munchable. Okay. Coming back to you, Chelsea. Um. Sorry. <laughs> Are you trying to work up the nerve to do the munch yeah. thing? <laughs> Come on, give it to I me. I want to munch. Great. That's the best I can do. All right. I take it back. <laughs> I want to munch. I would say the more I want the first one. The more I watch the gameplay of the Munchables, the more it's winning you. The music really? is cute. Yeah. That's a good and sign. The animations are cute. Yeah. And the characters are cute. All right. Well, uh, Munchables is moving up to number 240. How you does know what the do- aesthetic of this game reminds me of? Overcooked. I could sort of see that, yeah. That's cute. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea, how does it compare to The Witcher 3, The Wild Hunt, the sprawling epic adventure where you play as Geralt and take a bath? Uh, I want to munch. All right, uh, Crystal? The Munchable. All right. You. <laughs> three times. <laughs> you know, I was going to let it slide, but if you're going to brag about it. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, that moves Munchables up to number 231. Chelsea, how does it fare against uh, Quack 1974, an arcade light gun shooter where you hunt ducks? I got the munchies. All right. Crystal? Quack. Great. Uh, I'm going to go for Munchin, which moves it up to number 226. Crystal, how does it do against Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare, the game that revolutionized the first-person shooter Call of Duty world and brought it all into a modern era, introduced level-ups and probably other things, but that's the big one I remember. I also finished playing the campaign of Modern Warfare Remastered recently. Yeah. Worse than I remembered. Great. So I'll go for Munchable. Fantastic. Chelsea. Munchin. All right. Munchables moves up to number 224. Oh, here we go. Chelsea, how does it do against another game where you play as small ball creatures? Iggy's Wrecking Balls, which was placed at PAX. Oh, boy. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> you're little weird ball creatures that have to jump up rings and you're, like, racing each other. 
Iggy's Wrecking oh, Balls. Right. I yeah. think I remember. That sounds vaguely familiar. It Marchy. should. <laughs> All right. Uh, Crystal. What's great about Iggy's Wrecking Balls? What's great about it? Yeah, how to get this place. I think mostly just because it was a surreal, bizarre thing that uh, ensorcelled everybody. Oh, yes. I'm looking at the faces of the balls now. Yeah. I gotta go with the wrecking balls. The hideous wrecking balls. I'm going with Munchables. Uh, which moves the Munchables up to number 223 for one final placement. Crystal, how do they do against Memories Off, After Rain, Volume 1, Oridzuru, uh, a visual novel about recovering from the trauma of having your girlfriend die in a car crash? Memories Off. All right. Chelsea. Memories Off. All right. Memories Off takes it. And uh, The Munchables is placed at number 224, directly above Iggy's Wrecking Balls, directly below Memories Off. Congratulations, Munchables, for making it into the top 225. You sound like Munchables. <laughs> Our next game is Baby Universe. Okay. I didn't really read this one. I just saw the name and thought it was funny. So let's see what it's about. Oh, I wonder if it's Baby Universe or Baby Universe. Oh, like a universe of babies or a universe that is a baby? Yeah. Yeah. Baby Universe is an experiment in visuals. It consists of different worlds with digital kaleidoscopes. One of them, a 3D kaleidoscope, is floating in space. You create visual effects by pressing buttons on the controller or turn the different axes, bend and reflect light, and change the angle with different background patterns. This sounds like a game. Yeah, I'm wondering. All your actions can be recorded and saved. In the jewel case, you select the objects to appear on the screen. And in the console, you can edit each individual item. This includes color mapping of the surface, movement patterns, and frame rate. Settings can be saved on a memory card. In the soundscape, you can insert your own CDs, and sound wave patterns will appear to accompany the music. There's also a traditional electric and psychedelic kaleidoscope available. This sounds more like a toy than a game. Okay. 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 Let me make my case for this game. All right, hit me. It looks really fun. Yeah, let me take a look. Let me take a look. This is just has an epilepsy warning at the front. Oh, it responds. It it responds to input. It's a game. It's a video game. Wait, toys also. Wait, is that the? Yeah, is is that the standard we're going toward now? <laughs> well, what's a game? This, just because it has no goals, neither does uh, Death Stranding. <laughs> You don't know that. That game's not out yet. Yeah. And neither does uh, uh, Tetris. It's the goal in Tetris. To get a high score. Yeah, well, the goal here is to have a good time, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I stand by this is a toy, not a game. So, I, Yeah, if, go ahead, Crystal. If they put a high score on this that measured how well you turn the kaleidoscope, then it would be more of a game. Yes, it would be. I'm trying to decide where I come down on this issue, because I see where both of you are coming from. I remember us looking this up on no. a somewhat recent episode. Yeah. Like, putting a, a definition on this. I can't remember exactly what it was, though. Have, have, Here's the... Th- yeah. Okay, l- I, I, I'm trying to think it through. So, on one hand, we have made... We've said that Super Mario Maker is a game. Mm-hmm. 
But you are the thing you make in that game is game levels. Like you could play that game without ever touching the creator. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, we've said that Mario knitting game for the Famicom is not a game where you got to make your own knitting patterns. Yeah, that sounds more like a tool. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out where on that spectrum this game lies. Well, let me give you another example. The game okay. Every Extend Extra Extreme. You ever played that game? Uh, I've heard of it. I haven't played it. So basically, you 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 start your combo. And you're trying to make the longest combo possible, right? Okay. And if you're good at that game, you're not, you're not even you're that good at that game. You just get a lucky spread of enemies or whatever. Yeah. Uh, it will just keep going for like hours and hours okay. and hours. Okay. And I remember one time it was late at night. My friend launched the combo, and we just sat there staring at it for three hours. Oh, I see what you're saying. Which so is you're, basically it's the, this game. Yeah. So, just because it has an initial input that makes it that makes the game. Yeah, that's a see that. Hey, you know what? It turns out is that these definitions are complex, and I don't know if we'll ever come down on a solid. I don't know if you can give a solid, uh, definitive definition. Because you always have either weird exclusions or weird inclusions. Hmm. I don't know. What's your response to that, Chelsea? I wasn't listening. <laughs> Great! <laughs> what I'm saying is that E4 is basically this game, but you have an initial, like, you right. just put the pinball out. Here's, okay. Here's what I'm going to give as the, the final answer here. I've got the Baby Universe page open on Moby Games. I'm going to hit random game. If the game it gives me is not funnier or cooler than Baby Universe, then Baby Universe gets to stay. Are we amenable to that compromise? I'm amenable to that. Okay. What did you say, Chelsea? Nothing. No, you know. I was going to say, can I I also roll the dice, but that's not really fair. No, no, yeah. The dice is being rolled once, and then we will vote on which game we'd rather discuss. Uh, TS Marketplace... Dia 1146th HTV 21T Coal Hopper Wagon Pack. <laughs> what? That sounds like an, ex- an expansion or a stuff it, pack for another game. It's, oh, it's, it's a, it's, it's, it's a coal cart for train simulator is what it is. Which is a game we've already placed, so you know what? That one doesn't count, because we've already placed train simulator. Okay. So rolling the dice one more time. Here we go. for... Baby universe. <laughs> Roll the dice one more time because we've done uh, Winter Gold for the SNES. It's a winter sports game with events like bobsled, ski jump, and snowboarding, all in 3D graphics. So, Crystal, would you rather talk about Baby Universe or Winter Gold? Crystal? Oh, did we lose Crystal? It seems like we might have lost Crystal. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, I remember us having this argument about, like, the. Hatsune Miku pizza app. Right. Like, and we agreed that that was like a toy. That was something. It's it's something you play with, not something you play. It's That is true. I think that I would argue maybe the difference. Because the Hatsune Miku app, you point your phone at the Domino's box and it takes it from there. You do get to like make decisions and input on Baby Universe. So it is. It I is mean, more interactive make than that. Decisions and input on like a Rubik's cube. 
That's not, but that's not a video game. That's a toy, and this is a digital toy. I would call it uh, a Rubik's cube. Definitely isn't. It's not video. Yeah, it's not a video game, but like it is a puzzle. I, I'd call it a Rubik's cube a game. Yeah, you, you do have a goal in a Rubik's cube. Yeah, like, the, like I would, uh, I would say Rubik's cube is more of a game than Baby Universe because there's like a way to win it. You know. Sure. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I think we go with like, Chelsea. Would you rather talk about Winter Gold for the Super Nintendo or Baby Universe? Winter Gold, and one last, th- okay, I, yeah. a, a final word. Like you, <sighs> damn it! I just lost what I was gonna say. Oh no! No, it's gone. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Crystal. I think I know your vote, but give it to me. Um, it's Baby Universe is the more interesting one. I, was, I think <sighs> I, was, I was gonna say you. You can make a game out of Baby Universe, but I don't think Definitely. it's a game itself. Yeah. Bah, if you think I about do. it, isn't Halo just creating visual effects by pressing buttons on the controller to turn different axes, bend and reflect light, and change the angle with different background patterns? Yeah, but there's a rule set in force to say that certain angles and light patterns are desirable that you're attempting to reach. So it is different. Hmm... Without a less I don't want to talk game. about Winter Gold, but I also think Chelsea has swayed me that Baby Universe isn't a game. What about <laughs> a, a, a less structured game, such as like uh, Skyrim? You're just we walking talk- around and enjoying the scenery. Uh, Skyrim still has failure states, and there's still le- there is a structure there that you can interact with as you want. You, I, I, I hear what you're saying. Bro. Okay, well. Anyway, I hit random again because I don't want to talk about this dumb can, winter can sports I tell you game. What I, I got, got okay. I don't know if it's gonna be better than yours, but I got Lords of the Realm too. Okay, okay. What'd you get? Uh, I got Garfield for the PlayStation Two. Oh Lord! <laughs> I got Big City Adventure Vancouver Collector's Edition. <laughs> I'm gonna say it's my show, and we're talking about Garfield. <laughs> okay, good because Big City Adventure is also not. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> play as the fat cat himself in this interactive puzzle adventure game. The game takes place entirely inside Garfield's house, which is presented in full 3D. John has left Garfield and Odie the dog alone in the house for the day. The day has been uneventful until Garfield is rudely awakened from his afternoon nap by a loud noise. He finds that Odie's made a real mess of the house, and John's due home in an hour! It's particularly difficult for cats and dogs to use cleaning equipment and supplies, but you'll find a way to use a vacuum cleaner and other objects! You'll get a plate of lasagna as a reward if you get it all done before John walks in. The game's controlled with the keyboard and mouse. Wait, but it says it's for the PS2. Oh, it's also for Windows. All right. Puzzle Cummins in the form of mini-games. You'll be finding and using inventory objects as part of their solutions. That's a Garfield game about doing housework. I'm so glad the argument we had about Baby Universe led us to this. (laughs) He's got a vacuum? It's just, you gotta vacuum the house because the when dog... When did Blinks mi- come out? What's that? I'm just looking at in the, the image of Garfield with a vacuum pack on his back, and when yeah. did Blinks come out? Oh, uh, probably this. around the same time, actually. This was 2004. <laughs> Blinks was before 2004, wasn't it? Yeah. Bl- uh, Blinks was also 2004. Oh. No, no, 2002. 2002. So. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I am enthralled by the idea of a game about doing house chores with the Garfield theme. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, but if it goes against Chibi Robo, I'm definitely voting Chibi Robo. I mean, sure. I don't think it'll get that high. <laughs> you know, Chibi Robo is a better version of this idea. Right. Uh, we are starting at number 299. Uh, Chelsea, how does Garfield compare to I Made This, You Play This, We Are Enemies, a browser-based art game that builds hellish platforming stages out of uh, internet advertisements? Cat. Uh Crystal. You play this as a pretty soulless sequel to game, 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 and again, game. That's true. It's more for Garfield. All right. Uh, that moves Garfield up to number 149. Uh, Crystal, how does it compare to Explore Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood, uh, a young children's educational game based on Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood, which is part of the Mr. Rogers expend- Extended Universe? I'd rather explore John's house. <laughs> All right, Chelsea. Uh, oh, I just had it. I was ju- I just lost what it's up against. Daniel Tiger's neighborhood. That's it. I almost said Daniel Tiger's universe. <laughs> Daniel. All right. Uh, I'm gonna go for Garf, which moves Garfield up to 74. Uh, Chelsea, how does it do against Metal Gear Solid 2: Sons of Liberty, a game that should win? Uh, Metal Gear. Great. Uh, Crystal? Metal Gear Solid 2. Hell yeah. Uh, alright. Uh, that means Garfield moves down to number 111. Crystal, how does it compare to Wizardry Labyrinth of Lost Souls? What? (laughs) Oh, this is that, like, like, fancy pants remake of, like, a really old RPG that got weirdly big in Japan. Yeah. We... Yeah. It came out this year? Oh, geez. Wow. Okay. I'm looking for wizardry. All right. Chelsea. Um, wizardry. All right. Wizardry takes it, and Garfield moves down to number 130. Uh, Chelsea, how's it compare to Blair Witch Volume 1, Rustin Parr, a video game based on the lore of Blair Witch? Garfield. Uh, Crystal. Garfield. Garfield is better than Blair Witch, which moves it up to number 120. Crystal, how does it compare to A Dark Room, a browser-based uh, idle-slash-clicker game with a kind of a narrative to it? Not exactly, but it's neat. A Dark Room. Chelsea. A Dark Room. All right. Dark Room takes it. Garf moves down to number 125. Uh, Chelsea, how does it compare to Ghost Dream? An interactive fiction with some ghosts and also dreams? There's a guy with a top hat. I remember that about it. Ghost dreams. All right. Crystal. Ghosts dream. All right. Garfield continues to drop to number 127. How does he compare to Dane Tierheim? Uh, What was this one? And Dane Tierheim, the player manages an animal shelter since the game's aimed at children. The most important part is to take care of the animals. So, yeah, it's it's an animal care game. The animal house. <laughs> Chelsea? <laughs> I would rather have... I would rather care about the animals than in the house. I don't know what I was trying to do there. No, I think, Than have yeah. an animal care about a house. I don't right. know what I was trying to do there. <laughs> no, I get it. Animal I, game. I get you, though. Uh, Garfield moves down to number 128 for one final... No, uh, not one final. Uh... Chelsea, how does it compare to Hot Wheels Velocity X, a racing game based on the Hot Wheels? Hot Wheels. Crystal. Hot Wheels. 
All right, now Garfield moves down for one last comparison. Crystal, how's it go up against number 129, Image Fight 2, Operation Deep Striker? It's one of a million shmups. Um, Garfield. All right, Chelsea. Garfield. Garfield! Garfield wins and is placed at number 129, directly above Image Fight 2, directly below Hot Wheels. Congratulations, Garfield. You son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, moving on to game number three. Now that Baby Universe has not been placed. <laughs> Our next game is Vacation Adventures Cruise Director 2, which sounds like the name of a fake game from like a cartoon. Uh, let's see. This is the Steam store description that Moby Games has. An unforgettable round-the-world cruise. As cruise director in charge, enjoy a truly awesome around-the-world cruise of a lifetime aboard the super-luxurious Liberty of the Waves. Arrange fabulous excursions in the Caribbean, Europe, Asia, etc. Visit famous tourist sites and landmarks. Help passengers with cabins, shopping, dining, leisure aboard ship, and at ports of call along the way. Collect souvenirs of the cruise. Look for hundreds of hidden objects, items lost by passengers, trash for recycling, play superb mini-games, earn merit badges for your achievements. Vacation Adventures Cruise Director 2 guarantees truly captivating hour-upon-hour gameplay for families and all ages to enjoy. I am a little disappointed to hear this was a hidden object game because I wanted it to be a simulation game where I just had to manage a cruise ship. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was also hoping this, for. This is frankly a bit of a disappointment. And Chelsea, I, like, I know you're more of a defender of hidden object games than some of us, but even so. <laughs> I think there are better hidden object games. That's fair. There's also a Big Fish game. The Big Fish is back. Wait, what? oh, is this by Big What? 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 It, I, never mind. I don't know. No, we're not doing okay. this again. We already did this on an episode before. We're not doing okay. this again. I'm confused. Uh, oh, do you that big green fish? The what? The, <sighs> the big green do we, fish? Do you not remember talking about Big Fish Games, the website? I, no, I do. You had a big green fish on it, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember big green, big green fish games. I remember Big Fish Games. I didn't know the fish was green. Yeah, it's a green fish. Okay, I'm glad we have this conversation. <laughs> I'm glad that we do this show. I'm glad that we have people that listen to us have conversations like this one. It doesn't even look like a fish. They have led us into, like, five conventions now uh-huh. to do things like talk about green fishes. Mm-hmm. Anyhow. I'm voting against this game all the way down. Oh, damn. All right. Well, we're starting at number 298. So, yeah, Crystal, you are voting in favor of Forza Motorsport 3. Uh, Chelsea, Forza or Cruise Director 2? Uh, Cruise Director. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm also going to vote for Forza, uh, which moves Cruise Director down to number 447. Chelsea, how does it compare to Christmas Nights into Dreams, a truncated demo of Nights into Dreams, but on Christmas Day, it becomes a Christmas-themed demo of Nights into Dreams. <laughs> All right. I I think we, we've been... I think there's a conversation that we've been ignoring for a very long time. And I hate to have this 
conversation this kind of conversation when we just had this about the last game oh i think i know what you're gonna say though nights in the dreams is a demo it's not a game hmm is, a does that count is as okay I, I, okay i would have rather it be i would have rather replaced the actual game and not just the, the actual demo. nights in the dreams well, well we placed this game as part of a christmas episode though I, which i know i love that christmas episode <laughs> you're playing jingle you're bells s- into the microphone i hear what you're saying and i think you have a point uh my counter to that would be this is its own like rom with unique features that are not found in nights into dreams all right, all right. It's a game. short game and also you won the argument about baby universe <laughs> so you know i can't win two arguments not in a row the pt is a <laughs> okay. game that's true. PT's definitely right, a game, and that's right. a playable I, I can, teaser. I've, I've conceded. All right. So are you voting for Knights or Cruise Director? Cruise Director. Uh, Crystal. I just I don't like the idea that they had to make two of these. I feel like they should have moved <laughs> on to a new idea. That's true. I Maybe don't... they should have used the profits that were surely just vast from the first one to make an actual Cruise Director simulator. So I mean, if they got... If they got uh, vast profits off the first game that was a nu- that was probably a hidden object game. Why wouldn't they make another hidden object game if the first game went so well? Well, Shit, if, you, right. if you think about the images that were drawn for Cruise Director One, like there's there's not that much to cover. They probably got it all. So yeah. what did they draw for this game? Just different stuff. Just different a different cruise ship. They designed a new one. Yep, it still looks like a cruise ship. <laughs> you still go to to the Bahamas and see this uh, the same port from a different angle, I guess. I feel yeah. like that's yeah. an argument. A lot of sequels take place in similar environments. That is true. That is true. So, we're getting into some serious conversations <laughs> this time. Some real, some real critical debates about the nature Man, of. Man, I can't believe they said uh, Grand Theft Auto Two in another city. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, no, yeah, she's got you there. I think the closer example is like New Super Mario Brothers, which I hate. Yeah, but yeah, so that's a vote for Knights. I take it. Yeah, I'm also gonna vote for Knights because you know what? It's mid October, which means it's Christmas time. So, in honor of the Christmas yeah. spirit, I'm gonna vote for Knights. Yeah, <laughs> I hate Christmas creep. No, <laughs> I also hate uh, Santa that- Claus. <laughs> <laughs> I liked that joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Crystal, how does uh, Cruise Director 2 compare to Dino Stalker, uh, a light gun game for the home consoles based on Dino Crisis? Dino Stalker. All right. Uh, Chelsea. Um, Hidden object game. All right. Hmm. See, here's the thing. In a way, these are very similar because Cruise Director... You're looking for hidden objects and clicking on them. In Dino Stalker, you're looking for hidden dinosaurs and shooting them. And that is badass. So I am going to vote for Dino Stalkers. Uh, which moves Cruise Director down to 559. Chelsea, how does it... Oh, oh well, <laughs> at least it's probably not going to drop any further. Chelsea, how's it compared to Man Enough... An old FMV dating game where you can unlock some photos of women in slightly racy uh, 80s fitness equipment. And you can hit on them in really gross ways. 
Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember all the ways in which this game is gross. I just remember that it's gross. Cruising. <laughs> it's all for cruising over the misogyny game. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> all right, cruise director moves up to number five forty. Uh, Crystal, how's it compared to The Vanishing Maze, a very old PC game that shows you a maze? And then takes the maze's visual element away, and you just have to navigate it blindly. Definitely the game that sounds like a really bad time. The Vanishing Maze. Okay. <laughs> Chelsea. I'm still cruising. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also cruising. Which moves uh, Cruise Director up to number 531. Uh, Chelsea, how does it compare to In Extremis? A uh, game that thought, what if we just made Doom again, but replaced the aliens with the aliens from Aliens? Cruise. Uh, Crystal? Um, Cruise. Alright, the Cruise takes it. Moves up to number 526. Crystal, how does it compare to Dogs, uh, a pet simulator for the Game Boy Color? Dogs. Chelsea? Dogs. Alright, that moves uh, the Cruise director down. Number 528. Chelsea, how does he compare to Biathlon 2006 Go for Gold? It's a it's a game where you ski and you also shoot. Mm, cruising. Alright. Uh, Crystal. Biathlon. Okay. I'm... Hmm. I don't think either of these would be that fun to play. That's why they're so low. Right. I think you could get through cruising a lot quicker. I'm going to go for cruising, which moves it up to number 527 for one last comparison. Crystal, how does it compare to Gods and Heroes Rome Rising, uh, the first ever worst game of all time, a now defunct MMORPG based on Greco-Roman mythology? I'd rather not play Rome Rising than play Vacation Adventures. <laughs> you gotta... <laughs> I don't know how to untangle this riddle you've given me. <laughs> <laughs> What I mean to say is, I'd rather try. I'd rather look at the the launcher for Gods and Heroes: Rome Rising that won't connect. Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> than play the vacation uh, Hinaka game. Understood. Uh, Chelsea, how about you? Um, Rome Rising. As the only one of us who's played Gods and Heroes: Rome Rising, I haven't. I mean, you own it, though. I do own it. I haven't played it. Yeah. It's an MMO, and I don't... The the servers are down, and I don't know how to make my own server. That's true. Uh, Rome Rising takes it. In which case, uh, what is the full title of this game? Let me get it real quick. Vacation Adventures Cruise Director 2 is placed at number 528, directly above Biathlon 2006, directly below Gods and Heroes Rome Rising. And uh, now it's time for two more recent games that at least some people like. Our first one is Nino Kuni 2 Revenant Kingdom. What does uh, what does Moby Games have to say about this one? I think this is from last year, right? Yeah, last year. Welcome to the beautiful world of Nino Kuni. 
After being overthrown in a coup, the young King Evan sets out on an extraordinary quest to found a new kingdom, unite his world, and protect its inhabitants from the dark forces that threaten them. Join him on an unforgettable adventure which blurs the line between animated feature film and video game. Developed by Level 5, Nino Kuni 2 features enchanting character designs from the legendary artist Yoshiyuki Momose and a stirring soundtrack composed by the world-famous Joe Hi- Hisaishi. Definitely fucking up these names. <laughs> Remote play requires PS Vita system and sufficiently robust Wi-Fi connection. Software subject to license. Online features require an account or are subject to terms of service and applicable privacy policy. One-time license fee for play on accounts is a designated primary PS4 system and other PS4 systems when signing with that account. Okay. So, the main thing I remember about this game that everyone lost their minds over last year was the opening to it. Which, Crystal, do you, do you remember the details of that? I kind of do, but you might remember them better. I don't know. Oh, you play as the president of the United States who's being assassinated, but then he gets transported to an isekai. Right. The president of the United States gets, like, shot, but instead of dying, he wakes up in the, the world of this video game. And I think he's younger and more hot in anime when that happens. And he goes on a fantasy adventure with a gun. Right, his whole thing is that because he's from the real world America, he has a gun, which no one else in the game has. So that's this game. I remember it had a lot of, like, sort of almost mobile gamey features, where it was like, you're trying to build up the city, but it's like, you had to wait, like, real time, like, in five hours, this will be built, or some shit like that. I remember that being a thing. (laughs) I I have no idea. Great. I know you're trying to build a kingdom in this game. For all. Kingdom for all. That's why the president matters. He's like, I have opinions about government. Right, right. You're teaching. It's it's the king of this fantasy world learning about leadership from the president of America. (sighs) All right. Well, let's place this game. (laughs) That yeah. All right. We're starting. So we're good to do. Three hundred and one. Chelsea, how does it compare to Liquidator Two? Welcome to Hell. The only video game on this list. Uh, that has a video game star that has guessed it on this show. Chelsea? I think we lost Chelsea. Uh, Crystal, what about you? I think this game looks really gorgeous. I am concerned yeah. that the arc of what I heard about this game is everyone raving uh-huh. over the intro, then yep. a few people getting uh, frustrated by the the city building mechanics, uh, and yep. then nothing. Yeah, that's that's basically all I heard about it, too. But I will still vote for it. Okay, that's one vote for Nino Kuni. Chelsea, can you hear us yet? Uh, I'll give it to Nino Kuni. Oh, you're back. Hooray. Uh, all right, that moves Nino Kuni up to number 151. Uh, Chelsea, how does it compare to uh, The Last Guardian for PS4? Uh, the Team Eco game all about taking care of a giant griffin catbird. Nino. Uh, Crystal. Nino Kuni. Love Nino Kuni. She's the best. Uh, that moves Nino Kuni up to number 75. Crystal, how does it compare to Totally Spies, Totally Party? Oh, a minigame collection in the spirit of Mario Party, but featuring everyone's favorite marathon animated characters, the Totally Spies. Nino Kuni. Chelsea. <laughs> um, Nino Kuni. All right. <laughs> Uh, Chelsea, how does Nino Kuni compare to number 37, Style Savvy Trendsetters? A game all about developing and and creating cool styles for cool people. Cool styles for cool people. Crystal. Mm, cool style. 
All right. Cool Styles wins. And Nino Cooney moves down to number 56. Uh, Crystal, how does it compare to Battle Chef Brigade, an action-adventure game where you are a young chef who has to enter into a cool cooking competition where you go out and slay monsters to cook their meat up fresh in a puzzle game? Uh, or cooking game. Okay. Uh, Chelsea. Battle Chef. Yeah, Battle Chef takes it. Uh, which moves Nino Kuni down to number 65. Chelsea, how does it compare to Persona 5, the stylish RPG where you've got to steal the hearts of bad people? Nino. All right, Crystal. Nino Kuni. All right, Nino Kuni takes it and moves up to number 60. Chelsea, how does it compare to Anuigi, the... <laughs> The existentialist satire of Super Mario Brothers, starring everyone's favorite chain-smoking brother. I'm going to vote for Nino Kuni because I don't like Luigi. Dang. All right, Chelsea. Um, Nino. All right, Nino Kuni takes it and moves up to number fifty-eight. Chelsea, how does it compare to Earthbound, the classic SNES RPG about a little boy on an adventure? I will need, uh, Earthbound. Earthbound. Crystal. Earthbound. All right, Earthbound takes it. Nino Kuni moves down, number 59. Uh, for one last comparison, Crystal, how does it go up against the Legend of Zelda Triforce Heroes, the three-player Zelda game, where a bunch of imposters all claim that they're Link, and they gotta dress up in cool costumes? Triforce Hero. Chelsea. Nino Kuni. Hmm, I'll go for Zelda, uh, which means that Nino Kuni is placed at number 60. Made it real high on this list, thanks to Totally Spice. Uh, it is placed directly above uh, on Ouija and directly below Legend of Zelda Triforce Heroes. Uh, congrats to make it into the top 100, Nino Kuni 2. What just fell out? Grand Blue Fantasy. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've got one last game. For this episode. And it's Yakuza 0. Uh, let's see what Moby Games has to say about this game. Yakuza 0 is a prequel to the original Yakuza game that takes place 10 years earlier. The game story takes place in both Kamurocho, modeled after Kabukicho Red Light District in Tokyo, and Osaka, and focuses on two protagonists, Kazuma Kiryu and Majima Goro. Majima Goro. The story is told in chapters and switches between protagonists every couple of chapters. Even though story entails both areas and protagonists, Kiryu and Goro don't meet throughout the game, and each of them struggles with their own demons and ways to get back to become the full Yakuza as known from other games in the franchise that were released before this prequel. Both Goro and Kiryu have their own unique fighting styles, which get introduced as the story progresses, with ability to spend money to upgrade fighting styles. This feels... Listen... You can't just describe Yakuza by explaining what happened, like how you play. Yakuza is more than the sum of its parts, I think. It's, this is an open-ended adventure game where you explore a town and you, like, you see a guy kick another guy's ass and you go, that's rad. And you pay him money to teach you how to kick that guy's ass. And then someone gives you a chicken for completing a side quest. And you put that chicken in charge of managing your bowling alley. I have not played Is a Yakuza game. Is that true? Yes. That, I don't know if that's in this one, but that does happen in a Yakuza game. Wow. The chicken's name is Nugget. Ah. <laughs> and he just sits on the, the counter. Uh, I have not played a Yakuza game. I've watched people play Yakuza games a lot. 
one of these days I want to get around to playing all of them because they seem amazing. I like this little Kappa drawing character with a CD on his head for oh, yeah, the yeah. karaoke bar. Yeah. Crystal, have you played any Yakuza games? I have not, though they seem good. This is the one that really yeah. elevated the popularity of Yakuza in America. Yeah, this one was kind of the first of like the modern set of them, and it seemed like this one kind of grabbed a lot of people. Uh, I, I well, again, I, I, I have a theory yeah. for why it happened that's not to do with the quality of the game. Oh, what's that? Which is that this was the first one on the West to come out on PS4, and more people have PS4s than PS3s. That's a really big part of it. I think the fact that it's a prequel probably plays a big role, too, because people are like, oh, good, I don't have to be caught up with the old ones to know what's going on in this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think there was a lot of elements to it that, like, led to people giving this one a shot and kind of really liking it. I always feel like... I've watched people play Shenmue on the Dreamcast. Yakuza kind of feels like it's Shenmue, but good. Yeah, it is. Like, this is what they were trying to make when they made Shenmue. It'll be interesting to see how it goes when that new Shenmue game finally comes out. I think that's happening this year still, right? Yeah. The bravest thing Yosuzuki ever did was say that Shenmue 3 would not conclude the story. That's incredible. What the fuck are you doing, man? In the 16-part saga of Shenmue, this only gets up to, like, part 7 or whatever the fuck. Bloody! How do you not understand that this is the last chance you get? Uh, yeah, Chelsea, you have posted a screenshot from Yakuza 0, which involves uh, a bit where Kiryu has to help a, uh, I think it's a prostitute, right? Learn how to be a dom. <laughs> or maybe just someone who needs help with their boyfriend. I forget the details of it. It's, yeah, it's a wild game with a lot of things that happen in it yeah, all the time. Yeah, like a lot of things happen. There, there's a whole karaoke mini game that's like very involved. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think this game's cool, and I like it even though I haven't actually played it. Let's figure out how where it belongs in this list. It's starting off at number 298. Uh, Crystal, how does Yakuza 0 compare to American Turbo King, an old computer game where you drive a sports car around on the beach and throw baseballs at hippies? Yakuza. (laughs) Chelsea, what was that? Wow. Just haven't heard that name very often in a long time. Uh, Haven't heard that name in a long time. Uh, American Turbo King or Yakuza? Yakuza. All right, Yakuza takes it and moves up to number 149. Uh, Chelsea, how does it compare to Pokemon Ruby version, one of the Game Boy Advance Pokemon games where you can get a Mudkip or a Ludicolo? Mm, Yakuza. All right, Crystal. Yakuza. Yep, Yakuza takes it, keeps on climbing. It's number 74. Uh, Crystal, how does it compare to Wheel of Fortune for the TigerGame.com? Yakuza. Chelsea. Yakuza. All right, Yakuza takes it. Uh, keeps on reaching for number 38. Uh, here we go. Yeah, it's in the good game zone now. Why is Wheel of Fortune that high? <laughs> wait a second. I just, it took me this long to realize, <laughs> wait a second. Wheel of Fortune in the top 100? What's going on? It's a good game. All right. Chelsea, uh, how does it compare to Return of the Obra Dinn, a nautical mystery game set on a ghost ship? Mm, Return to the Obra Dinn. Did you ever finish that up, or you still got a few left no, to I, get? No, I finished it. Oh, nice. I mean, I have a couple achievements left over, but I finished the, the game. Sure, sure. Uh, Crystal, how about you? Yakuza. 
Oh, this is hard. I think I gotta go with Obra Dinn on the basis that I've actually played it and love it, whereas Yakuza, I do love it, but I haven't played it, and for all I know, I'll play it and be like, eh, it was better from a distance. So I am gonna go with Obra Dinn by a nose. Uh, Yakuza moves down to number 57. Crystal, how does it compare to Power Pro Pocket... Power Pro Coon Pocket 3, a Game Boy Advance baseball game about a high schooler who dies and has his soul implanted in a baseball-loving robot. It's gotta be Power Pro. It feels like the plot of Power Pro would be a side story in a Yakuza game. (laughs) Chelsea, how do you vote? I've tried kind of playing a little bit of Power Pro, and it had a lot of baseball mechanics, and I think I would enjoy Yakuza better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Yakuza. Yeah, uh, which moves Yakuza up to number forty-seven. Chelsea, how does it compare to Device Six, the mobile phone-based interactive fiction where words become places and people become things? Mm, device Six. All right, Crystal. Yakuza. <sighs> Device 6 is very much targeted to, like, my serious sense of taste, whereas Yakuza is very much targeted at my silly sense of taste. And I'm really trying to figure out which one wins out here. I think, again, it's the Obra Dinn thing of, I've actually played Device 6, so I feel weird about voting against it. Uh, so I'm going to vote Device 6. I move Yakuza down to number 52. Crystal, how's it compared to Kid Dracula, a Game Boy parody of the classic Castlevania games? Oh, Kid Dracula is too cute. All right. Chelsea. Kid Dracula is very cute, but Yakuza. Oh, really? How come? Um, I don't know. I think I just, just like this kind of, like the kind of game Yakuza is more than... That's fair. Yeah. All right. I'll go for Yakuza too, because I also like the kind of game that it is better. <laughs> uh, which moves it up to number 49. <laughs> Chelsea, how does it compare to the Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion? A game that is, you know, uh, I was trying to think of a way to tie in what Crystal was trying to say about Baby Universe earlier, but I kind of botched it, but you know what it is. So how do you vote? Yakuza. Uh, Crystal. Yakuza. All right. Yakuza takes it. Moves up to number 48. Crystal, how does it compare to Trauma Center Under the Knife, a Nintendo DS arcade surgery simulator? Trauma Center looks more silly. All right. Chelsea. Trauma Center. All right. Uh, Trauma Center takes it, and Yakuza moves down for no more placements. It's placed at number 49, directly above the Elder Scrolls for Oblivion, directly, ab- or no, directly above that, directly below Trauma Center. Yakuza, you've made it into the top 50. That is an esteemed position enjoyed by such games as... Uh, Trying to find a stupid one that's up here. Pac-Man 2, The Quest for the Golden Egg Cup. Wait, why did we... (laughs) How did that happen? (laughs) That was last episode, and I don't remember how that happened. All right. I hope Shenmue 3 is good. I I hope it's good, too. I'm probably not going to play it, but for the people that are very into Shenmue, they deserve a win. So, what I've heard about Shenmue versus Yakuza is that, like... You know, Yakuza is supposed to be always giving you something interesting to do. And there's a lot of focus on side activities, but they're all, like, wild and crazy things. Right. Where Shenmue is supposed to be, like, a little more down-to-earth, a little more you waste time because you're trying to do a life simulation, man. That's what you do in real life. Yeah. Right. I've seen that. I've watched a playthrough of Shenmue where they spent a lot of time literally just standing still staring at a clock until it was time to do something. 
Yeah, it's immersion. I guess. <laughs> and I hope Shenmue 3 leads all the way into that and doesn't take too much inspiration from Yakuza. Yeah, you know, yeah, I like I said, I, I hope Shenmue 3 is what Shenmue people want it to be. Uh, let's see, Polar Alarm is no longer a top 50 video game. That's probably for the best. And uh, Holy Diver is no longer a top 100 video game. Oh, wait, wait. I mean, Holy Diver is no longer a top 100 video game. Excuse me for the mispronunciation. Anyway, we did it. We placed five games. We're back, baby. We're back. Uh, Let's take a quick look at the bottom ten. We've got 600 games on this list now. That's a lot of games. It is a lot of games. (sighs) All right. At number 591, we've got Medal of Honor Warfighter. Number 592, Tommy's Air Shark. Number 593, Megamind the Blue Defender. Number 594, Under Zero. Number 595, Accordion Hero. Number 596, Minion Pregnancy. Number 597, Time of Silence. Number 598, Lucky Charms Memory Machine. Number 599, Mechanica. And number 600, the worst game of all time to our knowledge, South Park, the Stick of Truth. Meanwhile, in our top 10, number 10, Tetris for the Game Boy. Number 9, Grim Fandango. Number 8, Tales of Symphonia, Dawn of a New World. Number 7, The Missing, J.J. Macfield and the Island of Memories. Number 6, Cookie's Bustle. Hell yes, I forgot about Cookie's (laughs) Bustle. Oh, that just made my whole day, just getting to think about (laughs) Cookie's Bustle for a second. Number five, Celeste. Number four, Butterfly Soup. Number three, Pac-Man 2, The New Adventures. Number two, Portal 2. And number one, still the best game of all time to our knowledge, Undertale. Ah, we did it. We did do it. Crystal, do you want to plug anything? At Arcane Crystal. Do you want to plug the thing you recorded the other day? I don't know what's happening with that. Oh, yeah. Um, I recorded a podcast about Borat. Do you know when, where that's going up and when that's going up? That will go up in the audio entropy garbage dump in the near future. Great. Keep an eye out for that to hear Crystal talk about Borat. Chelsea, what would you like to plug? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Netspecibus. And um, <laughs> it's been so long. Who did this? <laughs> um, you find the audio entry Discord. There's a link to that on the audio entry Twitter account, and the it should be the pinned one. Join the Discord. It's a good Discord. Um, I think that's it. <laughs> okay, you can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. Uh, you can find this show on AudioEntropy.com alongside a whole host of others. Uh, you should check them out. They include shows like Teenagers with Attitude, which is about Power Rangers. Let's Steal a Podcast, which has recently just completed watching all of the show Leverage. Uh, MCU Complete Me. That might be back someday. Who knows? Uh, me and Ashley of Totally Reprise fame have recently launched a brand new podcast called, Where- called Where's Pod When I'm Scared? And it is all about the children's religious television show, Veggie Tales. Uh, we've done, as of this recording, two episodes. The third might be out by the time you're hearing this. It's it's an episode. It's a show. Uh, yeah, I think that just about wraps everything up there. Go ahead and 
Go on AudioEntropy.com, click that motherfucking donut button, give us some money for donuts. Hey everybody, Luke here. That was not everything. I forgot about an important thing that we need to talk about, which is Extra Life. Uh, Friday, November 1st, and Saturday, November 2nd, we are going to be streaming a whole bunch of video games uh, to try and raise money for some children's hospitals. You should come in and hang out with us and maybe give some kids your dang cash. That would be really swell of you. That's going to be uh, on our uh, the the Audio Entropy Twitch channel, which uh, should be twitch.tv slash video entropy. They had to remember what it was. It's been a while since we've used it. Uh, but yeah, that should be a good time. So come to help out, raise money for some kids, watch some goofy nonsense. It'll be great. All right. Going back to what I recorded before now. Next time on Let's Place, I'm done fucking around. <laughs> twenty the twenty teens, they're almost over, and we need to start making some decisions about what is truly the greatest game of all time to our knowledge. <laughs> is it Undertale? I don't know. I well, I want to go into 2020 detonating this entire fucking list. <laughs> oh, so what we're doing? A well, top ten list, rather. <laughs> so what we're doing for the rest of the year, every episode is going to cover the five best games of their respective decade, according to the guests. So next time we are doing the top five games of the 1970s, then we're going to do the 80s, 90s, 2000s. And today. We're going to close. <laughs> yes. We're going to close out the 20 teens doing a Let's Place episode about the best episode of the decade. So next time, uh, if, if you're out there, if you're interested, if you have a game from the 1970s that you want to champion, keep a lookout for when I put the call out for guests. You can join the Audio Entropy Discord. Follow Audio Entropy on Twitter. They've got it as a pinned tweet. That's the easiest way to find it. Uh, and we want people arguing about the best games of every decade for the rest of the year. That's my... That's my little soapbox speech. Anyhow, uh, I think that pretty much does it. Crystal? Uh, I guess it'll technically be however many guests we get, but we're aiming for five. It'll be like Game of the Year is, where every guest, er, every person on the episode gets to nominate one game. You really do, <laughs> you really, you really do want to detonate this list, don't you? Oh, yeah. It's gonna be... <laughs> I mean, listen, there are games on this list that there are games in this top ten that I think have a totally reasonable chance of hanging on to their positions. Or at the very least, remaining in the top ten. I I, I'm also under- talking about the... It's going to be a very uneven number at the end. What do you mean? If if it, if it how many games we're placing depends on how many people are on. Oh. I mean, listen. As we've always done in the past, if we have a weird number, we will even it out in other ways. All right. The... The the list must always be a multiple of five. That is the law, and I will obey it. All right. <laughs> and uh, listen, on a, most likely every episode will have five guests. I'm just leaving the door open. Okay. If we end up with a seven guester in there, you know, we'll do seven games. Okay. The number of games on the list must always be even. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Crystal, give us yeah, Luke, a sign off. Yeah. Yeah. Either of the zero or five. What? 
it, it, if it ends with the five, it's even. Uh, I mean, for some purposes, <laughs> five is an honorary even number. Not. Is that how that started? No, it start. Listen, uh, it it didn't because uh, friend of the show Cassie is who started it, and I just came to her defense when everyone threw stones at her for her correct ass take. Okay. Of course, listen, we can't get into this now. Just give me a sign off, Crystal. So stupid. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Chelsea, what's your sign off? 32 babies down. Five is an even number. We'll see you next time on Let's Play. (laughs) I thought I told you not.